What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like this show and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go, many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And as always, like the Blazing Defender Report. And now, for your listening pleasure, The Blazing Defender Report, with your host, Travis Jones. What is going on, everybody? The Blazing Defender is back. He's back on the microphone. He's back behind the webcam. He's back to talk about comic books and say crazy, stupid shit and mispronounce words. It's what we love about the report, right, guys? What's going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday to everyone that's watching and everybody that's not watching, uh, which is a lot of people. (laughs) But guys, really glad to be back on the microphone again. Uh, It's been a minute, right? Yeah, well, you know, I got shit going on, man. You know, I'm busy. I'm a busy cat. Uh, No, but really, uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, But here's the big reason. What's up? What's up? Everybody's in the chat. Guys, if you're not, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or any of those other podcast uh, apps, which is fantastic. Thank you. Very, thank you very much. Um, You need to check out the live show. The live show's on Facebook Live. Uh, We have a chat. It's really, really cool. We got a lot of people in it right now. Uh, what's up, Dave? I got a, bu- a bunch of bunch of friends, a bunch of listeners in, in the chat. We all talk. We all love the same shit. We all nerd out about the same shit. Uh, I appreciate everybody's opinion. You guys help me out constantly with with uh, with things with uh, pronunciations, <laughs> and uh, if they give them an actor's name or whatever. And a lot of times, the chat will start talking amongst themselves, which I really love. Uh, sometimes I get caught up in what they're saying and not what I should be saying. So I'm really, really glad there's some people in the chat today. I really messed up the event log. That was my fault. Uh, for some reason, it's September 25th, which I will do a show that day also. But I really wanted to get people in the chat for today. But uh, man, we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, a lot of uh, oh Shannon Tucker jo- well this is very special this is a very special episode of the report uh, actually Shannon is a part of a, of a story I'm going to tell a little later uh, which I guess I can go ahead and tell it now now that she joined the chat uh, but no I met Shannon at Dragon Con which is one of the things I want to talk about today is my uh, Dragon Con experience which was uh, an experience, uh, to say the least. The one thing that I did learn is I'm way too fucking old to sleep on an air mattress. Way too fucking old to sleep on an air mattress. Uh, but yeah, guys, also I wanted to let you know that the podcasting awards, I think I think either closed today or yesterday, the voting did. So if you voted, thank you very much. Um, if you didn't, it's okay. Uh, there was very few people that got randomly selected but some people did reach out to me and be like, hey man, they randomly selected me as a judge. Uh, I voted for you and the botched guys. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, and everybody that voted, everybody that got me nominated, thank you very much. Uh, now, I'm not gonna be this douchebag that goes, just being nominated is good enough. It's really not. No, I love the fact that I got nominated. Don't get me wrong. Um, it gives me, this is gonna sound silly, but it gives me a sense of validation what I do that um, it's as small of a, of, a, of a following that I do have on this show that people do take the time to go out and, and do something like that to, who vote. Uh, so it's really, really cool. And, and it's, it's very, very uh, empowering to me. It really makes me want to do stuff. Which leads me into my next thing. Oh, and I did get nominated, obviously, and uh, we'll find out soon enough if, if I won or not. If I did, you're gonna see it. You'll see it somewhere, probably like right here for for every show here on out. 
Um, but yeah, um, so what I wanted to talk about was the direction of the show. And that's one of the reasons I haven't done a show. Um, you know, I did do two shows, Meatheads on Movies, Blazing Defender Report. Blazing Defender Report was the comic book show. Meatheads was going to be the movie show. Well, uh, my co-host with Meatheads, busy dude, a lot going on. I really don't think there's going to be a Meatheads anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure Big Sam will be back on, and if he's back on, he'll be he'll be on the report, or maybe we'll resurrect Meatheads at some time. But I really miss miss talking about the movies. I really miss talking about TV, and I know you guys like to hear it too. So uh, I'm bringing that back. So we're going to be talking movies. We're going to be talking comic books. It's going to be the same type of show. But uh, where my content, I was kind of narrowing my content down, I'm not going to do that anymore. And plus, fuck it. I like to do it. I like to talk about it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about movies and stuff. And we're going to do a lot of that today. So, so, and today the Captain Marvel trailer dropped, right? All right, I'm getting ahead of myself, but it was pretty exciting. All right, Dragon Con. Staying at the Dragon Con, Giant Size Team Up Network House. Um, yeah. Great time. Um, it reminded me of my college days, which were far, far behind me. Um, it was a huge house, but there was a lot of people staying in it. And I don't think I ever went to bed before 4 a.m., which is very new to me. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, I partied for years, but I haven't partied in years. And like weightlifting, martial arts, MMA, whatever, you gotta train for that shit. And I had not trained for any of that. So uh, when Phil Keating, who's one of the, the guys on Botched, one of the podcasters on Botched, asked me for a cigar at three in the morning, I almost went the fuck home. I almost gave him a cigar and got in my car and went home. Uh, no, it was a great time, man. Um, I had a lot of fun. Tons of cosplayer Ryan Gaslinger, who has uh, his group called Orcs Ohio River Valley Cosplayers. Is that right? If, it, if it's wrong, uh, Ryan, feel free to uh, to uh, cast the link in the, in the chat so guys can check out your page, dude. The guy started with like ten people, and now he's got over like five hundred or something. It's crazy. But uh, Ryan, you'd have loved it. A lot of great cosplayers. And let me tell you something a little different about Dragon Con. Dragon Con has no corporate sponsorship. It's all done by the fans, which makes it hella cool. And I went last year, did not know this. Uh, really, really cool, man. So like all the, and I know Shannon Tucker, she was a, um, she was a volunteer. So that, that con doesn't work without volunteers. So uh, everybody that, that did their part of Dragon Con was really fun. Um, I, I did the breaking the panel, panel. Uh, where we talked about our favorite movie superheroes and villains. I had a great time uh, with, with those guys. Um, even though fucking Paul Klotz stole Captain America from me, which almost jumped across the table and choked his ass because he knew that was fucking mine. He knew that was mine. He stole it anyway. But I uh, know we had a great time with that. Um, I also got to meet uh, these three guys came up to me after the panel. I got to tell you this. This shit never happened, so I have to tell you. So, after the panel, uh, these three dudes come up to me, and they're all like, yeah, like that. Which I don't know what I just looked like, but yeah, like, they were like, excited, right? And they're like, hey, man, we're big fans. <laughs> and I went, oh, why? Like, why? I don't understand. And uh, they're like, nah, man, you know, we do a show, too. Um... Oh shit, 23, no, 2300 cosplaying works? Shannon, you've already screwed up my chat room. You've been, you were here for one show and you screwed up my chat room. But anyway, uh, so they're like, no, we're really big fans, man. We do a show too, it's called Nerds at Work. And uh, we talk about comic books and movies and everything. So they asked me to stay for their panel. They had a panel at 1130 that night. And I stayed and we, they had a great panel. Those guys got a lot of energy. Really, really hope to do something to them soon. They've already reached out. They're going to be on this show. I'm going to be on theirs. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Stay tuned for that. They also did this, this game. I have to tell you this game. Because if you're having a party, 
uh, with your nerd friends, because <laughs> uh, no one else will really get it. It's called Thanos' Snap. Okay, and basically what it was is they took two actors, and you could do it with anything. You do it with uh, artists, writers, whatever you want, musicians, you do it with anybody. And you have to make an argument for or against them getting the snap. Now, if the artist gets snapped, that means they cease to exist, their art cease to exist, every movie they ever done cease to exist, every comic book, you know, you get it, right? So it really got the crowd into, well, wait a minute, we can't be without this, you know what I mean? So really, really cool game. Uh, someone said they got off a radio show. I don't give a fuck. We all steal from each other. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, a lot of fun. Like I said, hope you guys, um, hope you guys uh, check that out. Check them out uh, and check out what we do together. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read the chat. Uh, 2,300, Ryan? You have 23 fucking hundred members in your group now? Dude, that is fucking, that's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, Shannon, I said Orcs, Ohio River Valley Cosplayers, like the acronym, come on now. I know this is an award-nominated podcast, but I need you to keep up. I need you to keep up, all right? Uh, help her out, chat. Help her out, chat room. Okay. Uh, Dragon Con, a lot, a lot of fun. The botched panel was off the fucking chain great. Um, these motherfuckers got shirtless. They were throwing swans at people. They hit this, Dennis, uh, Dennis Robinson hit this dude, Richardson, I'm sorry, <laughs> hit this dude in the head three fucking times. Twice he did it on purpose. The third time he meant to throw over his head hit the dude in the head again, and the guy joined his Patreon for $30 a month. What the fuck? Are you serious? So I need to start like inflicting violence on my listeners to get them to join my Patreon? Oh man, it was a fantastic, it was fantastic. Uh, and then they, I don't know what their deal was. They were trying to get me to take my shirt off. Wasn't going to happen. Uh, maybe if I'd have been ready, I don't know. Uh, no, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, they had a really big panel. Uh, the, the you know, the damn standing room only. And um, oh, it was a seagull. Okay, it was seagull, swan, seagull, whatever the fuck. Um, you know, some kind of ocean fucking shit bird that no one fucking birds are useless. Birds are pretty, and birds can fly. That's about it. They carry fucking germs, diseases. They shit everywhere. They're fucking nasty. But anyway, yeah, it was so he got hit in the head with a seagull three times. But but that'll never happen to him again. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Um, so you guys should check that out. I do believe that's somewhere. I don't know where it is. Maybe if I find it, I'll post it because it was a really cool panel, man. You should really really try to see it. All right. I gotta talk about a sponsor really, really quick. Collector Zone, guys. Collector Zone Cantina on Facebook. It's a great place for toy collectors, Funko Pop collectors to go. These guys are blowing up. They have a physical location now. They're not just online only. They're selling Mezco Sideshow, guys. Sideshow toys. You've seen me open box uh, some here on the show. These things are high end, man. High end. So, uh, Collector Zone. No joke. Go to Collector's Own Cantina. It's just a really, really fun, fun, like, just collector community. Kind of like Orcs is. It's a very positive thing. You're not going to see a Donald Trump post or uh, a Hillary post or any of that bullshit. It's just a lot of fun. Everybody can kind of take a break and relax and, and kind of dive into what we love to do. Speaking of which, dive into what we love to do. We get ready to do it. Uh, we're getting ready to do that shit really quick. Birthday shout-outs on my show are very rare, but this guy, if anybody deserves one, I'm really sad he's not in the chat so I know he'd get a big kick out of it. Frederick Debo, happy motherfucking birthday, dude. You're the, you're the best hype man any guy could ever have. Thank you so much. I, I, I appreciate our, our friendship. I appreciate your patronage. Uh, thank you for everything you do for the show. And uh, I'm really glad to have met you. And I feel like you're one of those people that this show has put me in contact with that'll be a friend for life. So thank you very much, Debo, and happy birthday, brother. Uh, you, really, you really deserve it. Okay. Yeah, Casey, happy birthday, hype man. A absolutely. 
Okay. Uh, all right, man. Let's get down to it. So let's see what happened today that was newsworthy. Hmm. Let's think. Let's see what happened that was newsworthy. Hmm. Oh, fuck, I know. Months and months of waiting. Captain fucking Marvel trailer dropped. Yes, today, Captain Marvel trailer dropped. I'm sure everyone in chat has seen it by now. Multiple times. Okay. Deep breath. Decompress for a second. What did we think, guys? What did we think? You, the Defender is a little shaky on it. And I'm going to tell you why. All right. For one thing, I know it was a teaser. I know it was a teaser. But let's, let's, let's think about the Infinity War trailer. When they gave us a teaser, you got fucking Thanos grabbing Cap. Do we remember that? When everybody's dicks and vaginas shot fluid? Do you remember this? Yes, that was, a, that was a teaser trailer. We didn't get a whole lot. But my God, did it do the job. Um, uh, okay, some people are saying it looked better than I thought. Okay, Shannon's saying needed more old ladies getting punched. That was pretty cool. The new Captain, uh, the new Green Lantern, I mean, Captain Marvel trailer dropped. Brian Rodman, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Brian Rodman to the chat. Brian Rodman has a fantastic comic book, uh, graphic novel called Memoirs of an Angel. Go check that out. Um, yeah, okay. I was skeptical too. And now I'm really skeptical. Let's, 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 I'm digressing here. Okay. First of all, She's knocked out of sky by something, falls into a, a blockbuster. Nothing says the 90s more than a blockbuster uh, store does. So this was my thinking, okay? Yeah, it was cool, but is it really going to, or is this going to be really contrived of them pushing the 90s on us? I mean, with her with the nine inch nail shirt on and everything, you know what? I totally fucking forgot what the fuck I'm doing here. I've got all these images I got all these images, guys. Hold on. Give me a second. Just give me a fucking second, man. All right. Uh, here. I'm going to pull up this image here. All right. This is her and her Nine Inch Nails shield hat. Uh, looks incredibly fucking hot, by the way. But I'm kind of like, okay, I get it. Uh, we're in the 90s, blah, blah, blah. I just, I don't know, man. I really hope that they don't get... Um, I don't know. Like, I hope they don't push the 90s down our fucking throats. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, like, I dig it. And I, who doesn't love the fucking 90s, right? But let's let's just tell a fucking good story, man. We really want a fucking good story here. Okay. Now, all right. So, I, this is my thinking on the trailer. Um, she's not through the, the 90s, uh, the, the blockbuster store, the rental store. All right. So, and then we see her kind of walking through a bus terminal. She's looking around. She looks kind of lost. We end up kind of finding out why a little later. Like, she's obviously had some type of amnesia due to the Cree experimenting on her or whatever. Or maybe they're suppressing her memories. Maybe she is suppressing her memories uh, because in the comic book, she came from a pretty shitty life, okay? So, then we see probably the best scene in the trailer uh she looks at oh poor little granny scroll that's what i'm calling her is granny scroll and you look at that oh my goodness D now wait a minute look at her for a minute does she kind of look like a scroll i mean she already kind of looks like a scroll this must be like a new boy scroll a rookie scroll or some shit yeah i'd probably hit her anyway just for that look they're like don't look don't stare at me like that grandma uh but anyway so yeah this is the best scene and then obviously she fucking punches the shit out of her and we know that this is a fucking scroll so what i feel like is she has uh tracked the scroll down and uh the scroll shot her out of the air there was a uh, air fight aerial fight 
she tracks her down, finds her on the fucking the bus. All right, but now she's kind of stuck here. Okay, so and then we see the young Nick Fury. Blah blah blah. Nick looks great. I mean, you know, I don't know how they do that with the fucking aging and everything, but it's really cool. Uh, so Nick looks great. Uh, Two eyed Nick, right? Two eyed Nick. Um, so and then you know he talks about her being a renegade soldier. Now, was she a renegade soldier for us? Is she a renegade soldier from the Kree? Is she a renegade soldier no matter what the fuck she is? I don't know. Now, I will tell you this. Uh, Brie did say that she um, she does have no ass. No fucking ass at all. Um, but Brie did say that because of the Cree in her, she has become very desensitized. She is not, uh, she doesn't, human emotion doesn't affect her like it normally would. So they've, they've really did a number on her. This is what I feel. Uh, I feel like they have suppressed her memories as a human. And, uh, okay, so like right here, this is from the EW shot. Uh, okay, yeah, this is, this is, this is Star Force, guys. Um, now this is a like a kind of like a Kree special forces and you can see our boy was a Korath back here on the left I believe that's his name Korath uh, from the Guardians movie so she's obviously been in league with the Kree for a minute for a minute so and now she's here she's having all these problems remembering and everything okay now, this is the problem that I have. Um, all right, I'm going to show this this one, too, because she's just fucking smoking hot. I, I don't know what it is, this thing with me and blonde hair and brown eyes. I don't give a shit if it's fake blonde hair or not. I don't know. But she's got that surly look like I will eat the shorts off of your ass in that look right there, which is might make it my screensaver. It's fantastic. Uh, but anyway, big Brie Larson fan. Big Brie Olson, Brie Larson, I get them confused, as the chat will tell you, but I'm a big fan. Uh, but now, but now here, now here's where I'm going to get less fanboyish on you real quick. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. How do I say this without coming off a total asshole? Which, why not? I am an asshole. Um, okay. When she says, I'm not who you think I am. All right. Let, let me let me let me paint a picture here for you of Captain Marvel of Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers is a badass fighter pilot. She's a chick that has done things that not many chicks have done. She's got a big chip on her shoulder. She came from a shit childhood. She's constantly trying to make people um, respect her and the way that she tells Nick or whoever it is in that that line I'm not what you think I am I just I'm like oh Brie you're so cute oh my god up. I'm not buying it now I'm wrong all the time on this shit but dude you're talking about Kevin Feige's already said and I'm so sick of fucking hearing it by the way one of the strongest Marvel heroes, and I've got a little, I've got a little theory about that too. Because people think that she's going to walk in and kick Thanos's ass. He said the strongest Marvel MCU hero. He didn't say villain. He didn't say character. He said hero. Okay, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Is all I'm saying, Bree. Um, so you've got this, this woman that can move planets supposedly and it's just the way she's talking it's really driving me nuts so now like everything that i've seen brie larson in that i've really liked she's kind of been the same character what kind of range does she have i don't know we're gonna find out um let me see what the chat says uh, she is the strap-on on the strap-on on the strap-on. I, I concur, doctor. I do concur to that. Um, all right, so uh, real quickly, so that's that's enough. Of, okay, now here, here's a shot 
Uh, here's a shot I want to show you. We haven't seen a lot of her abilities. We still don't know what her abilities are. In this trailer, we see no power of flight. Now, of course, she's still got this green Cree outfit on, this green and black, which is basically traditional Cree. We don't see her in the red, blue, and gold yet. So maybe she's not fully transformed into Captain Marvel. But now in the comic books, she absorbed energy and can give it back to you. As binary, she could generate her own um, her own force, if you will. Um, now I had a here here it is. Now in the trailer, we get this. Is she becoming binary right here? I don't know. Binary is an actual Captain Marvel on steroids. So maybe Binary is one of the most powerful MCU heroes that can move planets. We'll see. Uh, you know, Marvel rewrites these characters all the time. They make it work. I'm not saying they won't make it work. Um, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to sound like I don't want to see this movie because I fucking do. You know I do. I've been waiting for this trailer. The trailer just left me kind of lackluster. Uh, and real quick, I want to show you this shot of Jude Law. Now, this guy is Captain Marvel. This is a guy in the comic books that Carol Danvers gets her abilities from. Okay, now he was the original Captain Marvel and then later it became Carol. So I just want to show you that real quick because Jude Law is that character. Um, I, I don't know, guys. I mean, I, I just, I wanted more from this trailer. I didn't feel like I got it. Um... I mean, like I said, I'm a Larson fan, but now, but let me tell you this, uh, what are you saying lame? What, what are you saying lame about Shannon? Um, <laughs> transforming into Captain Marvel, she has an ass. That would be hilarious. Like her boobs get real big and she gets a real big butt. Um, no, that's not gonna happen. Be great though. Be great on a cartoon, right? Um, my point being, uh, I just, I felt, I felt like, I felt like this trailer was like stage school. I felt like, after she has constantly talked about this role and the hype and everything, I don't know, maybe that's what it was. It was a uh, hype fever and then, you know, our fever broke and we're, we're let down about it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm glad that you guys like it. And, and I know, I know probably a lot of you are, uh, you know, it, coming off the heels of Infinity War, I was really let down by Ant-Man and Wasp. Like, it was an okay movie. I didn't feel like it was as good as the, uh, the first one. So coming off Infinity War, I, I was a little let down. Granted, it was a lighter, fair movie, which is cool. And I know what Marvel's trying to do, but I don't know. I really feel like they have to, they have to come correct with this. Um, so, so Shannon, you think she is okay? She's lame. All right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think she's lame. I just don't know how much. I just don't know how much. Um, I, I really just don't know how much range that she has. And I know I've said that before. And I, I'm just kind of like, oh, I mean, I don't know. We'll see, man. I mean, look. All right. All transparency. I fucking love Thanos. I am the chairman of Thanos did nothing wrong. Thanos was doing what he thought was right for the universe. He's a bad motherfucker. And now you're introducing this chick that's just going to come in and wipe the floor with him? I ain't seeing it, dog. I ain't seeing that shit. Uh, everybody's talking like, oh, Captain Marvel, dude. She's going to fuck him up. She's going to fuck him up. Blah, blah, blah. Alright, I don't know why you think that, but we'll see. Um, yeah, you know, Marcos makes a good point. Wasn't this a teaser? And then Shannon was like, well, I saw a full trailer. It was three minutes. A teaser's usually maybe a little over 60 seconds, maybe 90 seconds. So I felt like this was a lot longer of a trailer. And I think the reason they did that is because the hype has been so high and we haven't seen anything other than the Inter Entertainment Weekly magazine. So, I don't know. All right, we're moving on, guys. We're going to move on. So I felt like we could talk another hour about this. Okay. 
Now the next movie. Uh, not Marvel related, kind of Marvel related, I guess. Uh, Venom. Tom Hardy's Venom. Big, big Tom Hardy fan right here. If you haven't seen the Peaky Blinders on Netflix, you really should ask yourself why not. He's not in every episode, but the episodes he's in, the scenes he in, he's in, he absolutely steals. Tom Hardy is a fantastic actor. I was really, really excited when they cast him as Brock. Now, let's get into the things I don't like. Does it sound like I'm really bashing everybody today? I know. It's like, well, I want show to be positive, man. Right? All right. Uh, what do I have right now? Oh, this is... Like, of course, everybody got a little upset by the first trailer, right? The CGI wasn't finished. I don't know why movie theaters do this shit. Don't fucking release a, a, a trailer if your main character cgi if the CGI isn't ready. You're going to kill yourself. All right, so the next one that they released, Venom looked a lot better. Um, he sounded better. It just, it just looked better, right? All right, I'm, I'm going to try to... Uh, Venom looks horrible, rip it apart, shots fired. Um, <laughs> right, well that's true. Let's see, uh, Casey, my man, uh, Larson is in a is in a trip in the United States of Terror because it looked like it was going to suck ass. Blah blah blah. Okay, I'm just trying to catch up on the chat. Uh, give it to the hate. Tony said, "This give it to the hate." The dark side is strong in this one. No, um, yeah, I'm giving it to the hate, Tony, because. You know, I'm, I'm just very, I don't know. Uh, no Spider-Man. Let's just fucking call it what it is, man. There's no Spider-Man. There's no spider symbol on his chest. The director has come out and said, well, there's no spider on his chest because his origins aren't from Spider-Man. Okay, I'm cool with that. I really, I'm cooler with that than I probably should be because I believe that stories can be... I believe stories can be told well without canon from the comic books. Now, don't get me wrong, don't veer too far, and Venom's veering pretty far right now, okay? But now, now, okay, let's let's talk about what I do like, okay? Let's Maybe we should start there, because I do like some of this shit, all right? It looks like they're going to go off the Lethal Protector storyline, which I'm pretty, I'm, 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 I'm cool with. All right, now I'm going to show you this. The Lethal Protector was when Brock basically figures out that he doesn't want to kill people anymore, or maybe not kill them, but he wants to protect the innocent. So then there was four other Cenobites or symbiotes that come into being, okay? And they're all in this movie. Okay, can't think of this dude's name. The yellow is a, a, a symbiote called Scream. Uh, this one here is called Riot. This is the one in the second trailer. You really get to see him and Eddie going at each other. And this one over here, uh, I can't think of his name. His name escapes me. All right. Um, all right. Now, another thing that I'm totally hyped about, and you guys should be too, Okay, so we're not going to get into the hate just yet. Toxin, thank you, Marcos. Toxin, um, we're not going to get into hate just yet because Woody Harrelson is confirmed to be playing Cletus Cassidy, an inmate in one of the jails that Brock goes and visits in the movie for whatever reason we don't know yet. But we all know Cletus Cassidy is Carnage. Okay. Now, I don't know if we're going to see Carnage uh, in this movie, but I guarantee you he's teased. I guarantee you if we leave off with a part two, it's probably going to be Carnage. Okay? Um, so, I mean, like, I think this is fantastic. Like, this has a lot of potential. Lots of potential right here, guys. Alright, so just staying off the hate train just for a little bit longer. Um, let me get this off there, put this back. Okay, now, back to the dark side of the force. Alright, the dark side says, well, PG-13. Did Logan not show us what could be done with rated R? Did Deadpool not show us what could be done with rated R? 
He's an anti-hero. He fucking eats people. Even when he was protecting the innocent, he would eat your ass. I want to see Venom eating some ass, goddammit. If it's Brie, Brie Olsen's ass or Brie Larson's no ass. Maybe that's what happened to Captain Marvel. She uh, transversed to the quantum realm, met Venom, he ate her ass, and she came back. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I digress, literally. Uh, okay. So... PG-13, what the fuck? All right, that sucks. No Spider-Man, already said it, that sucks. No Spider-Symbol, that sucks. Um, I don't know, man, I don't know. Uh, I really wanna like this movie, I really love Tom Hardy, but now, stay with me, we're gonna go to, we're gonna take a ride real quick, boys and girls, to Conspiracy Theory Town, all right? Conspiracy Theory Town is kind of like where all the crazy theories exist in the movie fucking world. Alright, stay with me for a minute. Spider-Man, okay, Fox, Disney, merger aside. Let's just play, let's, let's play before that, alright? Spider-Man was on loan to Marvel from Sony. Okay? Sony still owns the Spider-Man character. They let Marvel make a movie because they're not stupid enough to say, oh my God, there's billions of dollars we can make. Let's let them do the movie since our movies have sucked ass. So, it's not to say that this, that we won't see Spider-Man in this movie. As a cameo, obviously he's not gonna be a, a major player. We can still see Tom Holland. Still see Peter, maybe see Marissa Tomei as Aunt May, which is going to basically cement that into this world. Now, maybe not. I'm just saying, we're in speculation town, okay? Conspiracy theory town, speculation town, it's all the same. It's just like they live on their side streets of each other. It's cool. We'll get out of here, trust me. I know the way out. Uh, so th that could happen, all right? And then, of course, with the quantum realm and everything coming up, in Avengers 4, we could have all kinds of shit that could possibly happen. So, let, I'll say this. I am on the hate train, but I want to get off of it. So, let's hope that Venom is at least worthy enough of being pulled over when they pull everything else over from Sony that worked. Because that's what they're going to do, guys. They're going to pull over what worked, and they're going to reboot what didn't. So, and I love Tom Hardy, so I very I don't think they'll get another actor like Hardy to play that kind of role. So let's let's hope that this works, okay? Um, but yeah, I, you know, you guys are man, you motherfuckers are really on the hate train. Like I thought I was going to be on it more than you all, but no, you guys took the bait on that. All right, so uh, all right, so we we fucking hate uh, Venom. All right, yeah, that was easy. Okay. Um, now, staying on the hate train, alright, we're out of Conspiracyville, back on the fucking hate train, and we're rolling now, buddy, because let me tell you something, Marvel hasn't done anything worse than fucking Iron Fist. As bad as Luke Cage was, as shitty as Jessica Jones Season 2 was, they have done nothing as bad as fucking Iron Fist. Okay, all you guys that watch this show know I fucking hate Iron Fist with a passion. Uh, ben Jones is a fucking terrible. The motherfucker didn't lift a weight. He didn't take a martial arts class. He didn't stretch. He didn't do shit to prepare for this fucking role. Scott Buck should never work in TV or movies ever again. Scott Buck was the showrunner on The Defenders, on... Uh, Dexter, the last season, the last two seasons of Dexter, when Dexter sucked, yeah, that was Scott Buck, and he was on Iron Fist season one. The motherfucker should be castrated and thrown off of the fucking of Vormir fucking cliff for the Soul Stone. All right, now I have watched episodes one and two of the new Iron Fist season. That's called a pause for dramatic effect. <clears throat> because I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I really, really, really am enjoying 
Iron Fist right now. I know. I can't fucking believe it. Um, why? Why am I enjoying Iron Fist right now? I'm only two episodes in, so long way to go, right? But bear with me. Danny, I don't think I've heard Danny bitch one time. I don't think I've heard him say any more Iron Fist one time. I don't think I've heard him cry about anything yet. Uh, which is really fucking nice, man. You're a goddamn superhero and a martial arts badass. Fight scenes are way improved. Now, granted, they're using the use of mask and faraway photography to put somebody else in Jones' spot. Fucking very, very smart idea because the dude sucks. So the fight scenes look a lot better. The way they introduced the Iron Fist mask uh, in the fight, him and Davos, for, to see who would fight Sha Lao. Very cool. Like, how long have we been waiting for that? Uh, and one of the big reasons, and I'm going to show you because I really love, love, love this picture. Hold on. Let me find it. You're going you're gonna to like it too, guys. There we go. Yeah. 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 Ty Ford Mary. Oh, Ty Ford Mary. Jesus Christ. Forget the actress's name. Uh, Eve something, I think. Is that right? You guys will know, I'm sure. I've seen her, and just about everything she's done, she was in Star Trek, she was in Out of Your League, or no, yes, Out of Your League. Uh, she's been a few other things. I think she's smoking hot. So, uh, she is playing Typhoid Mary, which this character is a lot different than the comic book Typhoid Mary, who was an assassin for the hand. Um, now, I haven't seen all this yet, so I'm assuming she's not an assassin for the hand. I think she's just a crazy bitch. Uh, but I really like what they're doing with her character. I think that she's a phenomenal actress, other than being a total fucking house fire as far as hotness goes. Um, I mean, I, did, I just didn't even notice her tongue was sticking out like that. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? This is my new wallpaper. Sorry, Brie. This is my new wallpaper. Um... But yeah, so she's being excellent right now. Colleen Wing, who's always been, I think, a, a series favorite, uh, has been Alice Eve. Thank you. Uh, you didn't care for his typhoid. Now, granted, now hold on. And Casey's Casey Strolls is a comic book traditionalist. Uh, he he takes that very very proudly, and I and I'm with you. She's not the Typhoid Mary from comic books. She's not. Uh, I believe she's going to be something else, which I'm fine with. I just like looking at her. Uh, and I think she's a fucking smoke show. So, um, yeah, the girlfriend. Oh, you talking about Colleen? Yeah, Colleen Wings, she's gorgeous too. Uh, there's a lot of hot chicks on this show, which if you're a guy, you love watching that. But the show has been really, really, really good. But I'm only two episodes in. But I like where it's going. And I just want my heroes to be heroes. I don't want to be little bitches. Now, uh, I've heard grumblings of how the season ended. I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking... Don't, I don't go to the last page of a book. I let the journey take me to the last page of the book. And I see if that last page is a payoff that I wanted or not. Does it sound like it's going to be? But that remains to be seen. So we'll we'll check it out. We'll uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see how this goes. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Alice Eve. Oh my God. Yeah, smoke show. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, as always with the Blazing Defender Report, it's always going to be about comic books. I talked a lot about movies and TV today. I love that shit. I know you guys dig it too. But it's always going to be about comic books. That's where all this shit comes from. And that's where all the new shit is going to come from, is the comic books. So, since the beginning of the year, Marvel and DC both have launched new titles. Uh, there's been a lot of new number ones. I've tried to steer you to where I thought the best number ones were. If you were looking, if you were looking to get back into reading comic books, oh my God, this is the first issue. It's fantastic. Oh, this is the second issue. It's easy, it's easy to catch up on, blah, blah, blah. So I've got some winners and I've got some losers, okay? And I'm going to start, since we're on the hate train, <laughs> as Tony likes to call it, uh, I'm going to start with the losers. And the first one breaks my fucking heart, and you guys know why. 
It's Captain America. Uh, the new Captain America. The last. Um, let's see. Ooh, let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to think who did the last. Oh, um, Chris Sandy and Mark Wade. Let down. Very let down by them. Uh, this new series by Tanishi Colts who used to write Black Panther, and he's wrote some other Black Panther stuff. Um, I wasn't a fan of that. I was very skeptical of his book coming in. I heard he was gonna be writing Cap. Uh, I read an interview with him in the Bostonian, I believe it was, or the, yeah, I believe it was Bostonian. He really sounded like he knew Cap, like he knew the character, so I was like, hey, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm excited now, you got me, you got me. We're still dealing with the fallout from Hydra Cap, um, uh, Nick Spencer's big fucking fuck you turd that he gave to everybody who loves Captain America. Thanks a lot, Nick. Um, yeah, you'll never, I'll never let you live that shit down, man. So, uh, oh, really quick, since he just entered the chat, Debo's in the house. Debo, I gave you a big birthday shout out, buddy. You need to go back and check it out. But happy birthday, brother. Uh, they're rare on here. I don't give a lot of them, but you deserve one, man. I hope you hope you had a great day. Uh, thanks for joining in. Uh, so yeah, so you were still dealing with the fallout from Hydra Cap. The story has been slow to evolve. The best thing about this it, these issues have been the covers. I'm not with it. I'm not with it at all, um, I, and I hate it because Cap is my favorite. And but Cap, like Superman, is very hard to write. He's a guy that doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and I guess that's why they're using this Hydra Cap, but that wasn't Cap. So I really want them to humanize Cap a little bit. I feel like that's what Tanishi was trying to do. It's just not coming through for me. Uh, the artwork to me, uh, Lintel U, it's, I, I don't know, man. It's not my thing. I don't even want to say it's subpar for a flagship title like this, but I feel like it is. Y'all need to get somebody else on this book, man. Um, you know, I don't know what Tanishi Colts' plan is. I'm going to stick with it, but I'm in the third issue, and it really hasn't done it for me. So, again, very, very disappointed in uh, Captain America. Um, so... Um, move to a new book it's so sad to read yeah yeah i agree yeah it's uh hydra cap yeah i mean you, fucking hydra cap god damn you nick spencer i can kick your fucking ass if i ever see you um all right so anyway on to the next book uh the avengers another book that i was very very excited about was the new avengers title by my boy my dog superstar writer jason aaron Jason Aaron is one of my favorite comic writers in the last 10 years. Um, so I'm I'm very, I'm, I'm yeah, oh, hold on, really quick, uh, to go back to Cap, Casey said, I, I love using Celine. Uh, I do too, like, but it's, it's Cap's story. And I can't, I can't lie, I do like that. And this isn't, the, I'm not saying these are the worst things on the shelf. Don't, maybe I should have prefaced that. These aren't the worst books on the shelf. I'm just very disappointed in them because I had such high hopes. Uh, but like the Celine and the Rogues Gallery that they're using, like she's eating Hydra. It's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it's just like I can't, I, I can't get into it. Uh, so now Jason Aaron's on the Avengers, the prehistoric Avengers from Free Comic Book Day. I loved it. This ghost, like this, this, this cover looks fucking awesome, right? Uh, Pacelli does a fantastic job on the artwork here. This is kind of a one-off story, this this one here. But the story as a whole has been very convoluted. Uh, and this is the worst part. The story, I'm not so against. This is really going to come, this is going to sound shitty coming from me because I'm such a fan. But I, I, I will always call it like I see it, guys. Always. You know I'm a Jason Aaron fan. Jason Aaron, I, do, I don't feel like he has the voice of these characters. He definitely doesn't have the voice of Cap. Um, he, I just like, when the, the characters speak or their dialogue, 
it doesn't seem like it fits them and it drives me nuts so I'm still buying the book uh, because I am kind of digging the cosmic element of the story because I really dig that shit but uh, and this issue 7 wasn't awful because it's kind of like the prehistoric first Ghost Rider which you know I love that. The prehistoric Avengers I thought were so original and very cool. It's just Jason has let me down with his with his dialogue and his uh, conversation between characters. So uh, another letdown for me was Aaron. Now the next one, y'all gonna dude, y'all probably like what happened to you, man? Travis is a fucking scroll now. There's no way Thor's on his list. Thor is on my list. And it's not because of Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron writes Thor like no other writer ever. While Simonson was a great Thor writer, Jason Aaron is the, the best Thor writer there ever was. He still is. It's Del Mundo on the artwork that is driving me absolutely insane. It's a mess, and this cover is a perfect example of what the fuck am I looking at. Uh, he's really trying these big splash pages, and it's like here, I mean, like, you really gotta look at it. And it's it looks unfinished, it looks rushed. The covers are actually way better than the interiors. Uh, like, there's some big splash pages I look at, and I'm, I'm like, what is this? Uh, I don't I don't understand what this fucking is so I'm not digging it but like the story is still good uh, Thor is really doing some cool shit not having Mjolnir but he's got all these other types of hammers that come to him and they do different things so it's that's really cool Jason Aaron's a fantastic writer I, just because I don't like his Avengers means he's a terrible writer he's not but Thor, the, the Mundo on Thor is just really, really bothering me, and I really wish he would get off the book. And I'm sure he will. All right. We've got winners now. Now, guys, these are some of the books that uh, I had a guy the other day hit me up on Instagram, say he's looking to get back into comic books. What should I read? And these are the three that I gave him. Uh, plus another one that you can probably guess, but I left it off my list because I did want to do a top three. Now I've got one from DC, I got one from Image, and I got one from Marvel. So just to make everybody fucking happy. Alright. Uh, not that that's what I try to do at all. Alright, first book. Doomsday Clock. Guys, Jeff Johns is showing you why, even though he may do a book a year or book every two years or three years, whatever he's doing, he's the best. Like, he's probably the best writer in DC stable right now. He's fantastic. Uh, Gary Frank, I love his art. Some people don't. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I think it's beautiful. And the one of the best things about this book is not only the story, uh, it involves the Watchmen, which fucking right. Who doesn't love that? But they've introduced two new characters from that universe that are hopefully going to stay here. Hopefully they make it out alive. But uh, it is uh, the mom and the mannequin and they're fantastic they're awesome characters this book here i believe this is book six uh or maybe seven i can't tell but it is the origin story of them how they met how they came to their abilities or whatever their abilities are uh, it's just, it's written so well, it's illustrated beautifully, it's everything you want out of a comic book. Now, the thing is, if you're not familiar with The Watchmen, you're not familiar with what's going on in this kind of story, you might get a little lost. Uh, I've been following it, uh, I was very excited when they said they were bringing The Watchmen universe into the DC universe, I was very excited for that. So, um, I, you know, I'm aware, and I know some of you all are, so maybe not the best book to recommend to somebody who's just getting back into comic books, but I, I still feel like you can read, read the story and want to know more about these characters and about, oh my God, why is Batman doing this? And you know what I mean? So, uh, and that, isn't that kind of how it happens? Like, you read something, you may not know exactly what you're reading, but now you're vested. 
and now you want to go out and you're like, oh, what is this? And you're Googling shit and you're on the Wikipedia and whatever. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think Doomsday Clock is, I get very excited. It's, it's out tomorrow. The new issue's out tomorrow, guys. So, yes, that was six. So, seven's out tomorrow. You need to pick it up, man. It's, uh, it's going to be great. Okay. Uh, next book on the list of winners. Winners! Magic Order. Magic Order is one of my new favorite titles of the year. If it keeps going this way, it's going to be my best of 2018. Mark Miller is has been one of my favorite writers. He's the writer. Him and him and Brubaker are the guys that made me fall in love with Cap again. Now, granted, Miller in his Ultimates Captain America is a lot different than the MCU Captain America, but he was a badass fucking Army Ranger soldier, and he took no shit. But he still believed in what he believed in, and he'd break your face if you didn't, if you if you bucked him. So uh, I love Miller's stuff. I love Huck. I loved, um, oh my God, what in Vigilante? It was Nemesis. Nemesis, who's, which coming to Netflix. I'm so excited. Um, he's just, he's really got, he's really done some good stuff. Now, through the years, the past few years, he's really kind of fallen off. Magic Order has gotten him back to where he needs to be. This is a very adult a very Harry, adult Harry Potter type of book. Uh, it's kind of like, it's a little bit more adult than The Magicians. If you watch The Magicians on Sci-Fi, if you don't, you really should. You'd love it. Uh, but and uh, Oliver Copel is, is a fucking fantastic artist. He draws violence probably second to no one other than Ryan Otley. Ryan Otley, which is on Spider-Man right now, which did Invincible, uh, but he does fucking beautiful violence uh in this first issue there's a um there's a uh scene where a child is overcome by a spell and he sneaks up in the bed and kills his parents who were magicians and it's so disturbing it's like the first four pages and i knew immediately i was gonna fucking love this book what's wrong with me right uh, but it's just so, so good. So Magic Order is definitely, definitely uh, one of the best things on, on the planet right now. All right. The next one is no surprise to any of you that watch this show. Uh, and I know you probably think it was going to be Batman. And it wasn't. Batman was a very close second. Or I'm sorry, uh, honorable mention, I should say, to the top three lists. But it is Donny Cates on Venom. Venom, uh, I'm not a Spider-Man fan. I'm not a Venom fan. Never have been. He's cool. I like it that they made Eddie Brock a weightlifter. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, oh, there's a weightlifter in MCU. Now, that's cool. Oh, he's a reporter. That's kind of weak. Uh, but, yeah, so I really think that Donny Cates has made me a Venom fan now. It's so beautiful. And Ryan Stegman, oh my God, where has this cat been? Like, what, what else has he done, like, in the last few years that it's looked this amazing? Or did he just, like, go off to Thailand somewhere and go to a monastery and come out with superpowers? I mean, his art is gorgeous. I mean, look at this cover, man. And, I mean, the interiors are fucking sick. And the best thing, the best thing about Donny Cates is he is using every part of the Marvel Universe and weaving the story that is gorgeous. I mean, we've got the God Killer sword, even. Uh, you've inter he's introduced new characters. I mean, it's just Thor was fucking killing symbiotes back in the fucking Viking days. I mean, he's just weaving together just awesomeness. I mean, that's the only way to put it. So, Venom. Uh, you gotta read Venom. You won't be fucking sorry. And speaking of Venom, uh, here's another story by Donnie that you're gonna love the title of this. Venom. Um, the Web of Venom book. It's called Venom. Where we find out that the symbiotes were used long ago during the Vietnam War to create super soldiers. Uh, again, another fantastic read, another fantastic story. Uh, oh, Brad, I'm sorry, man. Brad, you just entered 
You really liked the Captain Marvel stuff, man. I'm really sorry you missed it. Check it out, though. I mean, go back and rewatch. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, oh, okay. Stegman was on Superior Spidey. I didn't read that. I didn't read Superior Spidey, which I know I probably should have because I know a lot of people were telling me how great it was. So I might have to go back and reread that or read that, not reread it because I didn't read it the first time. But I really want to check that out then because uh, I love Stegman's art and I heard Superior Spidey was very good. You talking about Superior Foes of Spider-Man or Superior Spidey? Dude, there's 40,000 Spider-Man books. That's one of the reasons I don't read him. Uh, but yeah, let me know which ones to, to read, Casey, because I'd really like to check that out because I love Stegman's art. But yeah, Venom is a great book. Uh, check that out as well. Now, uh, I've got a, uh, this is something that I don't even know if she's still in the chat or not, but Shannon Tucker, who I met at, at, at Dragon Con, she turned me on to, uh, I love Jolie Jones. The art is, her art is fucking phenomenal. She's on Batman. That's where I first seen her at. And, uh, she was like, Hey, uh, what's up, Tiny? What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Um, she was telling me about this book called Lady Killer that is illustrated and written by Jolie Jones. And I'm like, what? I've never heard of it. And she was like, we need to check it out then, you know. So I was like, well, I will check it out. God damn it. Don't tell me what to do. I'll do it anyway. Uh, but I did. It's fantastic. I love it. Uh, the art is beautiful, as you can see by this cover. Just think of this cover times a thousand in the interiors. It's a violent... Uh, she's basically a special agent that is has a cover as a house mom, as a wife. She's sent on these missions uh, where she's still trying to maintain her cover, but it's ultra-violent, and it's just beautiful artwork. And again, Jolie Jones does a fantastic job of drawing violence. Now, you think, well, a lot of people draw blood and guts. No, they can't do it well, and they can't do it to the point to where you go, oh, damn. So, yes, this is this is a great series. Please check it out. I'm, I'm really glad that she turned me on to it. It's fantastic. Uh, but, again, something for everybody, guys. I mean, you've got... Avengers, which deals with cosmic uh, threats. You've got Lady Killer, which is more of a spy thriller. Uh, you've got Venom, which is dealing with everything. Um, what was that? Doomsday Clock, Superman, Batman, Watchmen. I mean, come on, guys. It's, man, this is the best shit ever. And these are really, really good books. Those three, those four actually are fantastic. Batman by Tom King is revolutionary. Tom King has basically not really changed the Batman, but actually improved on one of the greatest comic book characters of all time. Now, I don't know if you just realized what I said. He's improved on one of the greatest comic book characters of all time. How can you do that? Tom King did it, and he's continuing to do it every month in his book. So if you'd have told me that Catwoman and Lois Lane going to find a wedding dress would have been my pick of the week, I would have laughed in your fucking face. It was awesome. I want a Selena Kyle and Lois Lane comic book once a month now. That's how good that was. If Tom King does it. Only if Tom King does it. Uh, but it's just, he's, he does fantastic stuff with, with uh, so much established canon and just makes it his own. It's amazing. So, yes, I didn't put Tom King and Batman on this list, but it should have been. Um, well, no, it shouldn't have been. I wanted to kind of, uh, I wanted to give every company its shot, and I wanted to give a lot of genres. With Magic Order, Magic Order's, you know, it's magic. So, you've got that, if you like that. If you like spy stuff, you've got this. If you like... Spider-Man, you like that. If you like Superman, Batman, you've got this. So I wanted to spread the gamut around. And, and, you know, if you know somebody, if you're already reading some of these and you know somebody you think might like them, man, let them know, man. Show them. Uh, tell them. Be like, look, dude, this is fantastic. You need to read this. You need to read this. So, uh, but this is where it all comes from, guys. Um, 
<laughs> Batman 50 sucked. Batman 50, let me let me let me just say this. I always knew he wasn't getting married because of that reason. There cannot be a happy Bruce Wayne and Batman exist. I just didn't know how it would come about, but how cool is it that it was all a setup anyway? No spoilers, but one of Batman's main rogues from the last 20 years, he's got plans for Bruce, he's coming back, and he has set these things in motion, so I knew that he would not be married, but I didn't know where that story was gonna leave off, and Tom King again said, here you go, I'm gonna give you a little mouthful of awesomeness, and that's what he did. So Batman 50 was not, I didn't, well, I'm not gonna say it sucked. It's exactly what I thought it would be until the very end and that's what I expect from Tom King and that's why he's so fucking good. Uh, guys, that's all I've got. Uh, we've been going an hour and six minutes. I wanna thank everybody that tuned in. I know it was kind of last minute. I didn't get it out in time uh, as far as the event uh, page goes. I screwed that up, my bad. Uh, but I'm really glad to be behind, back behind a microphone again. Thank you guys for the chat. It's always so much funner when there's people in the chat and you're talking, you're talking to one another and you're commenting and stuff. I love it. Uh, but thank you again so much. Uh, it's 6.38. It's a Tuesday. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Monday, guys. Monday is going to be the day. I tried to make it Friday. What the fuck was I thinking? Fridays are the worst for everybody. People go to the lake. People are going to dinner. People are staying at happy hour. It's just stupid. Uh, it was dumb for me because I'm like, wait a minute, I want to do those things. I got to fucking record. Fuck that. So it'll be Monday. That gives me time to read my books on Wednesday. Wednesday to Monday gives me enough time. And uh, I can bring a show out to you on time. So Mondays, it's probably going to be around 6 because uh, I know some people were like, 5.30. God damn it, I don't get off till 5.30. So 6 o'clock it'll be. But again, thank you guys. I appreciate your feedback on, on any of it. Uh, on what time the show is, what day the show is, what books you like, what you didn't like. Did you like Venom? Did you like Captain Marvel? Did you like it? I don't know what you like. Oh my goodness. Guys, fucking thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll let you know soon about how the podcasting awards went. Check out my boys Botched, uh, the D&D podcast. It's fantastic. Get caught up. I'm on, I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram TV now. I'm gonna start doing comic book reviews. As soon as I read them, I'm gonna do a comic book review on Instagram TV, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk, anywhere you wanna get the audio, you can get the audio, but the video is gonna be on YouTube and Facebook Live. Facebook Live show every week. Join the chat, tell your fucking friends. Guys, with that, the world is fucking crazy. Treat people like you would wanna be treated. Everybody's just a little bit nice to somebody. The world's just going to be a better place. Okay? With that, guys, stay safe. I love you and peace.